So, man, I want to welcome you into another episode of the Successful Network Podcast. And I really appreciate you for coming here to my show and sharing your story. That really means a lot about me. So, let's jump right in. What is your story? What's my story? Uh, 11 years ago, I started my journey as a game designer, one that was independent. So I would just make everything myself, programming, advertising, design, everything, uh, which then led me on to do more 3D and more, um, more complicated games. And that led to gaining access to lots of people. I created large groups, uh, managed games with millions of players on them. And yeah, that's the background of the game design. And then for three years, I've been working in Google technology. Nice. So why did you decide to, to become a public speaker? Oh, well, it's something, well, first of all, when I was younger, I didn't communicate very well. My voice was terrible. Uh, I didn't really hang out with people because nearby, everyone was old. <laughs> It was a place where every house, every residence was just old people, and there were only three people my age nearby. And... Uh, So demographically, I didn't have much of a choice. And over time, I became better at things and more interested in certain things and reached a point where people were very interested in what my views were and what I could teach. So how did you um get a certified google google marketing uh, you know certification how you became a google technology marketing specialist how can my audience became become uh, as well okay well um google it's complicated basically there are lots of different positions so it depends who you are as a person or what your skills are and experience Uh, you could be a software developer, you could be a uh, software engineer, that is. You could be in, in marketing. There are all kinds of positions you could take. Uh, why I landed in my position is because of my experience in game design in particular, which has a lot of marketing in it. And that marketing is one of the main things I do. It's the entire sphere around my role. Um, So in terms of how to get that specific marketing position, you need a lot of experience in marketing itself. All right. It's interesting, though, because you studied, uh, you know, international relationships, and one day you just end up at Google being marketing specialist and graphic designer. I mean... Uh, so basically, Google does not require a university degree to hire you. They rely more on skills than just a degree, right? Not necessarily. Uh, I actually have no education to my name. That degree 
is not finished yet. And I started with uh, my Google side of the career before I started university, actually. So uh, some positions, it really depends. Some positions require a PhD, and those are like the way more higher up ones, specifically in DeepMind, for example, which is a branch like Google. Um, whereas a degree, it's more necessary for um, software engineering, but marketing, it's more to do with experience than uh, degrees, because when it comes to marketing degrees, that's generally business and business degrees. They're more uh, generic, let's say. So how did you get that knowledge in marketing to become a specialist in Google? 11 years of experience. I learned things slowly over time. Um, so one example, actually, this is the most helpful thing I realized eventually. Uh, when I first started 11 years ago in game design, one or two years in, I thought, I want to be the best at making games. I want to be one of those top guys. I want to be the number one. And then I thought about who's already at the top right now. And I actually befriended those people. And naturally it formed a kind of network where I had all these people who were the very best on the platform and I learned their skills just by hanging out with them, uh, talking with them, co-creating, stuff like that. And ultimately that message in simple terms is if you surround yourself with experts in that field of people who are already the best at it, then you're more likely to become one of those as well. You will climb a ladder effectively, learn skills from them, and yeah. So, uh, how did you connect it with those people? Uh, you mentioned that you are shy. You are shy as a kid. How did you connect it with all these people in the industry? Uh best way to explain that is because it's game design, every 99% of game designers don't go out. So we're all basically the same. The way to network with them, actually, we're not meeting physically. We're all over the world. So we were just communicating online uh, back in the days, 2008, 2009, uh, because that's all we had. You cannot... You're, you would be lucky to find a game designer randomly in your life, but the best way to find them is by playing the games or going towards some of the top games and finding who created them. What kind of a student were you during high school and elementary and middle school? What kind of student was I? Yeah. Uh, well, I was pretty quiet. Socially, I had I would think I had a lot of friends. I didn't really have problems with anyone. No one really had problems with me. I would just be the guy who could uh, warp between different groups of people and just blend in pretty easily. Uh, but in terms of like how well I did education-wise, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm very knowledgeable and I'm very intelligent, but some of the 
classes in high school in particular I weren't wasn't so good at. So for you to get into game designing and such, did you have to learn something like mathematics, like calculus to get better with, you know, the complicated algorithm? Yeah. Or you're like, oh, oh man. Then I respect you, man. That's that hard shit to do. <laughs> yeah, well, um, mathematical stuff, I have always been good at that. So that that's one of the few things I didn't fail, luckily. Uh, I have always been good at that. So yeah, mathematics, mathematical stuff, it's very necessary for the, uh, for example, the 3D design of games and other forms of design. If you, when I started, all of this stuff was very 3D, so I would have to know angles, I would have to know where everything's going, I would have to be very precise. And uh, there would be some things I would have to work out, but I would always work it out in my mind or in a particular way. And for me, that was a bit of an ego boost because I was like, oh, I can really do this pretty easily. So for me, that wasn't a problem. I have always been good at that stuff. So what was the problem in game designing for you? Uh, one of the main problems is if you have a game and you release it, uh, people are going to play it. Some people might think it's bad. Some people will even hate the game for no reason in particular. So you got to watch out for that. But also realize that there are at least the same amount of people who love it too. Uh, so some, I, I had a, a success. My first ever success was about 10 years ago. I made an experimental game inspired by Iron Man, just as Iron Man. And uh, I just experimental. I went to bed, woke up the next morning, and it reached up real high, became like the number one game. So many people played it while I slept. 